0: Greetings and salutations, this is Kung Pao, Enter the minute, minute 10. Opening frame. The Chosen One, left of screen in a meadow, with the remnants of the previous scene still on screen. We start with the Chosen One walking towards the screen left, with the narrator still exclaiming about what just happened in the previous cut. I mean, that, that doesn't really even seem possible, if you think about it, with body organs and cartilage and bones and I mean I'm no doctor but it was like one clean chunk once again we cut to a close-up of the dog the chosen one's ever faithful companion who then disappears on a whim the chosen one is once again walking along before the narrator says Uh trouble we cut to a man in black garb wearing a grilled helmet kind of like the stuff they use for safety gear in combat sports growling some sort of monstrous uh, growl The camera quickly zooms to reveal a line of men, mostly in black garb. Some holding flags signifying that they are some sort of assembled force. The man with the grill says, OPEN YOUR MOUTH! A side shot revealing that many of the attackers are armed with spears. We cut to the Chosen One's reaction as it zooms in on his face, before cutting and zooming back to grill face, before cutting and zooming back to… Yes, a ridiculous amount of cutting and zooming, and it's much more funny than watching than me just describing it. Whilst we are still cut zooming, we see some of the attackers from the previous fight, before we settle on a lovely blonde in a yellow bikini standing ready to fight. We cut to a median shot of the Chosen One as he rips off his shirt, revealing just how buff he really is. After a couple of shots of taunting between the two, we resume the cut zoom marathon with the Chosen One making stupid faces in one shot, before finally ending on an extreme close-up of the Chosen One's nipple. A quick whip pan around as grill fakes makes another monstrous noise, and his line of men start approaching the Chosen One, who starts flexing in typical martial arts poses. As the assembled forces start slowly walking towards the Chosen One, we get to the closing frame of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> sorry, that's a, that's a... That is a really dumb joke on (laughs) my heart. So, yeah, I was going to talk about this on the previous one, but we're going to here continuity. Continuity. This movie really does not give that much of a damn about continuity, except for one scene. But we get into that way further down the line. But, yeah. Dog continuity. (laughs) I just can't remember what the dog's name is. It's not revealed in this part of the thing anyway. But I think it's just referred to as the boy. Um, I believe the dog's real name is Banjo. So one of the recurring gags throughout this movie is the dog just turning up, usually in close-up, for no apparent reason, no matter where the chosen one is, always for comedic effect, or just often because they just threw in a shot to a dog. (laughs) There is a great joke with the dog much later on i believe that's close to minute 20. it feels simultaneously too far away not far away enough anyway so yeah part of the uh fun continuity of this movie is just gags like that where things just turn up and disappear and it's never commented on like the chosen one acknowledges that the dog is there when the dog is there but when it's not it's not like he's calling to his canine companion and the dog is in the movie right till the end <laughs> he's even there in one of the most dramatic parts of the movie and i'm laughing because i know what it is of course i'm laughing because i know what it is so another thing that's used for comedic effect in this movie is the camera itself, I mean, the quick zoom, it's pretty much a trope. You know, it's the shocked expression thing. You know, the camera just quickly whipping into someone's face as they're shocked and dismayed and things like that. It's a very cheesy move, but it is it is pretty effective at you know, conveying some emotion to a scene. And of course, like any good comedian will tell you when it comes to move making, repetition. <laughs> you keep doing that, it's going to get funny. And if you keep doing it, it's gonna get not funny, but here's the secret, folks. If you still keep doing it, it gets funny again. So, again, this movie has not great jokes. It also has some funny jokes, and my, your mileage may vary. But I can't hate the cuts, the cut and zoomed scene. It's so stupid. And, yeah, it deliberately undercuts the peril of the scene, which is half the point, you know. you got this basked warrior with the grill face, clearly the boss of the group. The guy you're expecting to just be, like, you know, the M. Bison of this thing. And, yeah, it just goes ridiculous. And, you know, in true Udekirk style, you get close-ups to stupid face, stupid pictures, and, you know, stupid body parts. <laughs> I'm not sure I really want to imagine seeing just this absurdly close-up nipple in a cinema. I think I would have laughed my ass off at that. <laughs> I think this is going to be a short one because really, nothing really happens in this episode. In this, in this minute, I should say. Oh, we've yeah, we've had the uh, stomach punch. Again, more absurdism comedy. And kind of one of the most memorable moments in this film is the... Guy with a hole in his stomach—he's—he's <laughs> he's clearly not just automatically dead. He—he he faints to the ground. He's like, oh no, I—I I seem to have a absurd amount of chunk of my body removed. Like even technically, his spine—he's still technically standing. His spine is missing. <laughs> like a chunk of his spine is missing, and he's, and his intestines and everything. And it's just this clump of meat. <laughs> Like is this guy Odo from Star Trek Deep Space Nine and something? What the fuck! <laughs> oh, anyway, let's move on to the uh, audio commentary, and this is probably the um, one of the cringier aspects of you know, the audio commentaries when Steve O'Dakut starts singing the uh, subsequent viewing song. Subsequent viewing! But to uh, buffer that with something else entirely different here is steve talking about young masters this was there's a movie called young masters that uh was the inspiration for this particular sequence with all of the mega zooming it's a drama but they literally have a, a ton of uh zooms in one sequence that you just know, really made know. me laugh i think so as we get to what are you really saying once again nothing here this is all new material And there's only one piece of dialogue, and it's delivered by a guy with a covered face. So, (laughs) no words to bespeak here. That being said, with only one really piece of dialogue, we have the audiobook. Open your mouth. So, thanks for listening. I mean, this was a pretty short one. Nothing much has happened. I should start getting guests in here so we can ramble on about... Crap! If you know anybody who might be interested, let's share this along. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. I think there's a bell thing on YouTube if you're interested. Bump me up in the notifications if any little bit helps. Your comments are appreciated. If you want to buy me a coffee, then you can go to Kofi or Kofi. Yeah, still doing that. Still doing that as long as I've got the account and you know no one's putting any money into it, so I have no reason to not plug it. Speaking of not reasons to plug things, go to my Patreon. All the links are down in the description if you want to get early release of this and other episodes of compound Power Minutes. I'll be posting them there when people are actually on my Patreon. But seriously, just, I more appreciate just, you know, share comments, spread the word. If you know people who might be interested in this stupid thing, please just let them know. Apart from that, I've really got nothing else to say, and so i will see you next time. Bye.